0: Welcome to After Hours with me, Rick Hogan. I am sitting here with the hardest working man in show business, Tony Ocean. Over the last thirty years, he just counted it up; has done eight thousand shows. And I have sitting in front of me <laughs> this upcoming engagement, Tony. This is almost crazy how much you're working.
1: Uh, it's you so crazy?
0: You it's worked crazy. during you worked during COVID too, didn't you?
1: Yeah, some places uh, didn't close, and some places also put up uh tents in the parking lot um we worked in wisconsin we worked in florida don't you didn't close don't don't
0: you find now that when you're seeing an audience don't you find now that there's kind of a they're feeling a sense of withdrawal because they haven't seen any live entertainment in a long time you must be a real hit i think
1: i think people are like they're kind of relieved they're out there they're coming out more people my audience still kind of dresses up when they go out. Still kind of old school, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, uh, and you know, a lot of the places I work at, they're, they're not. Um, it's pretty pricey to go there. I mean, certain spots, you know, drinks are like twenty dollars a pop. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true of a lot uh, of I mean, places. It's, it's kind of, but people can still come out four nights, five nights a week. Well, because it's amazing. what you
0: do, your show, brings back memories of. Not just the Rat Pack days, but the days when entertainment, when there were things called nightclubs, yeah, and there were things where entertainment was part of the package. Entertainment wasn't just watching a TV set.
1: No, you're right. I mean, uh, it's 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 now that it's more like an event. Now people go and go. Let's go here. Let's go because there's a lot of places they can go to. I, I, I just got a very. Loyal following and a good team behind me, uh, but uh, I, I, to be honest with you, that what really saves me, I believe, is my audience who drinks. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you why. A lot of these nightclubs, a lot of these restaurants, you might have a couple good entertainers. They might bring people in, but if they don't drink, that restaurant doesn't make any money.
0: Exactly, exactly. You
1: know what I mean? So.
0: Is it bad that they can't smoke
1: anymore? Iger, that used to be some of the cigar guys, because I smoke three or four cigars a day, <laughs> so I know what it's like. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but I think that's what saves me. That's why I can work a Wednesday night or a Tuesday or what, because my audience come and, they, and they'll order a meal and they'll drink and they still want to pretend it was like it used to. Well, me, and it also know?
0: brings back good memories. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. Let's go back. You were born in, uh, you weren't born in Italy, were you? Huh? Where were you born?
1: I was born in Lucca, Alta Piazzo. Then we went to came to New York. Then we came to Cicero.
0: How old were you when, when you I came
1: to Cicero? Yeah. Uh, four.
0: Wow. Yeah. And when did you start to sing? When I was always singing,
1: um, but it was—I never knew I had anything. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember. I couldn't remember seeing the Beatles, but I kind of remember my parents because I was going to. I'll be sixty this year. So I was born on the twenty eighth of December, sixty two. The Beatles were sixty four. Yeah, but I knew it was something there, something special. I had an uncle named Ron who started was listening to the British Invasion music. Okay, and that's what I listened to. And my parents were listening to Frank and Dean and the Italian music. Sure, but that British Invasion music has really got me, Uh, and I was really following to all those great bands. And uh, I was—I think my very first band. It might have been 13, 14, playing. But
0: did so, you play yeah. or did you just sing?
1: I always sang.
0: No yeah. instruments. No
1: instruments. I play little drums here and there. Yeah, yeah, those are easy. I could fool around a couple things. Those but, are easy uh, to play drums, right?
0: Yes, they are. They are easy <laughs> to play. Yes. <laughs> did who told you at one point? Did your parents say, "Hey, you could be a great mm. singer"? Or just, was it just a teenage hobby? No, they
1: didn't want me to be a singer at all. Want you uh, have a, when, a real My job. dad would yeah. work for a Ganella Baking Company. Sure, sure. And uh, what do you mean you're going to be? A, what do you mean you're going to quit to become a, <laughs> to, you know, quit to go on the road? We had a record deal uh, before I became Tony Ocean when I was in doing the, you know playing with the rock bands. What stuff. was the
0: band? What was the name of?
1: We the We had a couple of them: Tyranny, Broken Heart, Thirteen, Thirteen. Broke. Uh, Big Bang Rodeo was actually on Star Search. Really, with, with Ed McMahon, we lost by a quarter of a point. But when I wow, quit, your
0: life could have been vastly, different. it could have changed. Uh,
1: yeah, because yeah, the band I think that ma- that made it that beat us was a band called Sawyer Brown, and they're a big country act. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, really, <laughs> really kind of cool. My dad says, "What do you mean you're leaving the bakery? Uh,
0: you know, it's a family business." Was
1: very, very, very not happy. It was not happy. My mother. I could do no wrong.
0: Yeah, know? were you brothers and sisters? I
1: have one sister, who's much younger than I am. Or, yeah.
0: What she wind up doing?
1: She's in uh, pharmaceutical, um, like a real job. Uh, she, yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. a
0: real job, not the. But she has
1: got a great voice too. Really? Yeah.
0: Now, so you obviously are a natural singer. You didn't take singing lessons, did you?
1: No, I did choir. I took some choir in high school. <laughs> yeah, started so
0: a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. but
1: you're right. uh, I enjoyed. Yeah. So no, I just. Uh, I don't know. My grandfather, I remember my grandfather uh, used to sing around the house. He had some um, opera um, training, but very little, you know. Um, but I, I don't know where it came from. Uh, God. God definitely gave me my voice. Yeah. And i 'll up to last as long as I have. God definitely yeah. for sure gave no, me my voice. No kidding. Uh, we're going to take a little
0: break. You're going to hear some of Tony's songs, but we're going to talk a lot about his life and career because I am... Uh, 30 years in the entertainment business, ladies and gentlemen, is an incredibly durable career, and 8,000 shows is stunning uh, beyond words. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome back. Before he was Tony Ocean, he was a, a kid. He was a kid. He was 15. He got his first paying job in a bar in Stone Park, and having known many bars in Stone Park, that's a rough crowd out there. Uh, that's a, That can be a rough crowd, those Stone Park bars. You... Also things changed you were in a number of bands tony and uh then all of a sudden, after star Search and after that thing, you did a Dean Martin impersonation that totally i mean it changed your life
1: right yeah, it really did it w- it was actually kind of a fluke um I was um playing a little place in uh Hoffman estates called cafe Clemenza. um And I just started doing Dean in some of my songs. You know, in the audience was a guy named Frank Fortuna. He's the brother of Nick Fortuna, the bass player of the Buckinghams. Right, right. So Nick Fortuna was trying to come up with a concept for his brother to get into something. And his brother looked like Frank Sinatra. He had the blue eyes and he looked like him, he sounded like him. So they came up. They came up. With this they got this theater at the Jazz Buffet Theater. It used to be. I remember. Yeah. And the show ran for like two weeks as a, as a tryout. Frank, Dean, and Sammy. Uh, and then the show got so many big reviews at the time. Um, they moved it to a bigger venue, and then that's when Ron Onesti came along from the Sure um, around, uh, Onesti Entertainment and bought it to Piper's Alley. Right next to Tony and Tina's wedding. Yep. yep, and that show ran five nights a week for almost uh, four or five years. Wow! <laughs> and and the story was that Frank had um, Frank was driving. Jillian Frank in the limo. They're driving uh, in New Jersey, and their car breaks down in the middle of the night. And they pull up to some place. It's the old rustic cabin where mm-hmm. Frank where first Frank started. started. Yeah, he was a so waiter. So Frank yeah, walks yeah. in. It's almost like Wonderful Life. The bartenders. Just happens to be God. He was George Burns, really, in the play. Oh, if I could have just one more wish, because Dean and Dean and Sammy were gone already. Yeah, so can play one more time. So he went like this in the second scene of the uh, second act of the play. We were in heaven uh, doing a show, you know, and, uh, and Jimmy Durani and Jerry Lewis. I mean, it was really funny, and it, it was a great concept, but that's where it started. And after it ended there, we took the show all over the country, so it was really cool. Why? Well, is that when you changed your name to Tony Ocean? No. My, I changed my Tony uh, when, before that. You, okay. Um, we were trying to come up with a name. and uh, it's, my a cool, li-
0: it's a cool name.
1: Well, my real name <laughs> is Maurizio Carrara. It's real hard right. to pronounce. I was trying to come up with a name, and... Nobody. I tried to go with Tony Carrara, but they would say Carrera <laughs> instead of Carrara. My name is Carrara. You know. So we were watching Ocean's Eleven, um, and uh, the original one,
0: with yes, Frank Sinatra. And, and, and uh, the Frank boys.
1: played the part of the, um, Danny, Danny Ocean. Ocean. But they said I didn't look like a Danny. I go, <laughs> you look more like a Tony. And that's how it stuck. <laughs> well, so that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's how it When stuck. you were
0: in that show, that was your full-time gig then,
1: right? Yes, I quit. I quit my uh, jo- uh, job band? with my uh, with
0: and, and the, bakery. the bakery with my dad. Yeah. Oh, you did work with him for a while.
1: Oh yeah, right out of high school, I went to work for my dad as a baker at Ganella Baking Company,
0: but and you I was, left. You were still fooling around in bands. All well, the
1: yeah, time, I right? left three, two times. One yeah. time I left to do Star Search. Yeah. And then I came back because obviously well, didn't, we didn't yeah, win. And, you didn't win. Yeah. And then I just, but then I had to change my concept. I, that's when I took the name of. Tony Ocean started doing the Sinatra music and that changed everything.
0: Did that music appeal to you? I mean, yeah, when you're a rock did. and roller, it's a,
1: it's a I love ch- rock and roll, I still do. Yeah. But I think it was not only the music, I think it was also the... The lifestyle. The, the lifestyle and, the, and those three guys. Yeah. Every guy wanted yeah. to be with them. You know, every woman wanted to be with him. That's true. They wanted to hang with him. The clue, the clothes, the attitude. I mean, did that's... you ever see any of them in performance? I've seen Frank many times. Yeah. Uh, I got to see Dean once. I never got to see Sammy. Yeah because you're keeping you know
0: one of the things is i mean as my brother's been on the show and he runs a thing called legends in concert and he did a a a thing you know the the rat pack lives and all this there is still a real hunger for that time sure and it's not just tell me i'm wrong tony ocean it's not just when you walk into (laughs) one of the millions of places you play it's not all a bunch of people in wheelchairs with gray
1: hair. No, it, not at all. It,
0: the appeal has hit a new generation, don't you think?
1: I, I think some of them, even my daughter uh, Marissa, uh, two of my daughters and Nina, who's getting married in February, she's they start to come out a little bit, and they get into the whole thing. They get into the dressing up, uh-huh. they get into the, you know what I mean, and, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think it it's is, great. Yeah. So after you do the long run at Piper's Alley, you just decide to... Go on your own, right? No. no. I mean, uh, you travel around with the show yeah, for when a the, while. When
1: the play ended, uh, Ron Ones, just took the Rat Pack, and that's when we went to Aruba in Las Vegas, and we tra- traveled everywhere. And at that time, there was no Rat Pack tribute acts.
0: Yeah. We were like one I, of the exactly. first. Ex- one of the first There were very few tribute acts at all.
1: The only ones I think there were the Beatle tribute still and Elvis, Elvis. tributes Elvis, right, Elvis. Tons of Elvis and stuff
0: tons of Beatles. Let's, uh, let's listen. Let's listen. There's a little promo you have yeah, you brought yeah. in. And your friend uh, brought in like 600 songs. Yes, Jerry Renda,
1: of course, from Elmwood Park, one of my team members and a good friend. We can't play
0: them all, Jerry, but I I wouldn't know how to play them in the first place. Krista Flores will play, uh, here's... uh, This is
1: the promo for the Rat Pack, Ocean's Rat Pack show that we do right now. Okay. Like you'd see, like a TV commercial. Yeah. Ocean's
0: Rat Pack. A tribute evening featuring the music of these legendary performers. Tony Ocean sings Dean Martin.
1: Like a fellow
0: I a Bill sings Frank Sinatra That's life
1: That's life
0: That's life And I can't deny it And Elliot Wimbush sings Sammy Davis Jr. Meet mine Baby down and down and down I go Round and round and round I go Let's do a song, here we go Two in
1: and make it break my heart And please don't break it Love was made for me and you Oh, away we go! That's why the lady is a trap All right, here we go! Yeah, I'm Dean. That's Frank. You better check your right eye. <laughs> be
0: a lady And one more time.
1: One more time. All right. Chicago, that's our hometown.
0: <laughs> Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Ocean's Wrap. Illinois.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Illinois.
0: That's yeah, nice. yeah. Illinois. You got oh, confused I'm
1: confused about, about that. Over here yeah. and get my I'm drink.
0: let's good. Yeah, I love it. Thank I, you. I just Thank just you. love it. When did you start to do? I mean, this is an, an ongoing thing, and you still do it all the time, Tony. Correct. When did you branch out? I mean, you, you did a CD of of, of songs by Bonnie Kolak and Jim Tulio, for goodness' sake.
1: Yeah. Now that was that was my fourth, fifth CD. Sixth. Yeah. Me and Mrs. Jones was the name of the CD, and my manager at the time was Phil Vaughn. Sure. Well, he used to manage the Buckinghams, yep. too. And he gave me some of those tunes. So I tried to change, because I was doing all the pop, like like the first three or four CDs were strictly Sinatra, Rat Pack type of stuff. And then um, I came out with one called Pardon My Past. And then I came out with Mr. Jones with the video, kind of changing, let people hear that I do more than just that. And that's where some of the original songs that we
0: use. When you perform now at these, uh, you know, eight thousand different places, you mm-hmm. do does you vary the show?
1: Sure. The first set we try to keep the Sinatra stuff because people are eating, and they want to. And yeah. then we kick into second gears, the fifth, fifth 60s, 70s, Motown, changing around a little bit. So the floor is dancing and everybody's having a good time. That's what we try to do. But when we do just a Rat Pack show, that's just 90 minutes of the imitation of the three with the songs and the monologue and the... um that they had, you know. Oh, yeah,
0: sure, the banter.
1: They had, the banter yeah. and the camaraderie that they had with each other. Now you yeah. just did
0: a, you did your 30th anniversary show in Displanes. Theater, yeah. Uh, and it, and it was standing room
1: Yeah, I was, I was shocked. And you know why? And I even said something at the, uh, uh, granted, I understand I've been doing it a long time and 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 I have an incredible following, but I said something at the end that made a lesson. Now, it was Labor Day, Memorial Day weekend. Uh-huh. Very hard night to book bad. anything yet because everybody's out of town. Yeah, but I said it's because of the gas prices were so high. You guys didn't want to leave town, that's why you all came here. <laughs> so the place just went you know just <laughs> erupted on that joke I thought. But uh, I was it was very it was very humbling. It really was. I'm uh,
0: going to ask you after we get some uh, news in, at the half hour, what the appeal is. You and I were talking before the show about this appeal. Uh, and it's a, it's an interesting thing to pursue. So we will be back after you listen to the news. Welcome back. I am still here, thank God, with Tony Ocean, who is uh, among Chicago's and the Midwest and the world's most uh, prolific entertainers. In 30 years, he has done something in the neighborhood of 8,000 shows and growing his list of upcoming shows fills an entire page. He's all over the place in Willow Springs and uh, Chicago Prime Steakhouse Lisa's Club Cabaret uh, because you bring in audiences. That's a big part of it, isn't it? I
1: I think that's 90% of it. I I know you have to have a talent to some degree (laughs) But if that, if you don't have people in those seats, they don't care how, but you you also
0: can't be lazy about it. I mean you you cannot slough off. you cannot say, "Well, you know I've done this Dean Martin thing no uh oh.
1: you have to be on and, and to be honest with you, there's nights when you're doing this five nights a week, sure there's nights that I don't want to be there it's nothing' nothing to do with the place, it's just me, yeah, you know, and uh it's it's tough, but you know the minute like my wife says the same thing, my wife, Laura goes he'll be out out During the day, you know, like, and the minute, you know, shower time comes, all of a sudden, Tony, she goes, she goes, Mo, it's a nickname they call me for Mauritius. She yeah. goes, Mo is this, this way. But at five o'clock, when he gets into the shower, he turns into Tony Ocean. And he becomes a little bit more of a, is a little bit more of an edge to him.
0: How, how, in God's name, given your career, did you meet someone who said, Wow, I'd like to be married to a guy who's well, uh, out every night of the week and, uh,
1: well, I'm going to tell you a funny story, you should say, because it kind of goes along with what we're trying to say. My wife now, Laura, I've known for 20 years. Mm-hmm. We, um, I had an interest in her about 20 years ago, but she wanted nothing to do with me
0: okay, because
1: of... of my career. Yes, I can understand that. Well, now that. Laura is my fourth wife. Uh-huh and i've got five wonderful children i just had my uh, daughter uh, nina's um wedding shower she getting married in february so but it uh it's, it she's probably one of the first women <clears throat> that i've been with that actually understands what i do uh helps me with my career yeah. <clears throat> is my agent now helps me produce ocean's pit and all that so but the other ones they my other wives nothing not, nothing against her nice yeah. ladies and all <laughs> they like the 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 <clears throat> they like the the chance to be or they understood the entertainer part to a point but when you're doing it 5 nights a week and you're yeah. never home yeah they're well, coming it, it, home from work and I'm leaving
0: yeah and at one point it's like wow my husband gets up and he sings and he's a great entertainer and that's all well and good and cool but you're right you're coming home from a club, and yeah. your wife's getting up to go to work or something. It's yeah. different. It takes a very it, understanding different. person.
1: And I work every Friday and Saturday, so when they're off, How, can I I'm ask? am working. Can I ask, Tony? How'd you meet Laura? Uh, I met him. I met Laura at a place called Sergio's in, I think Itasca. Uh huh. She was in there one day, and it was like, that was it of course did she see were you performing there yes she was oh. watching me perform and um, you know uh, it, it was, obviously there was something there but she was married I was married at the time she has five she had five children oh. she was married once for a long time and um, why would you want to get hooked up with some of me in my career and I always thought it was, was just kind of weird for any woman Do you imagine when she had to go home to her kids and say kids I got a new guy I got a new
0: guy now. He plays sometimes nightclubs. Sometimes he's Dean Martin. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he yeah. sings Bonnie Cola. But
1: he plays. But he plays five nights a week. Uh, he's a musician in but nightclubs. You know, and he's he's been married three times. But I was very fortunate. All the kids embraced it, and. Uh-huh. Uh, I was very
0: blessed. That's great. You can't possibly. There, there are a lot of uh, seductions that can uh, exist on the club scene. Sure. Do you drink? Yes. Do you drink when you perform? Yeah. What do you drink?
1: Jack Daniels.
0: <laughs> Jeez, I used to drink Jack Daniels. Oh, I, yeah. I had to I give, give up me. Jack Daniels?
1: And, and, I, and lately, I've been doing <laughs> vodka and water. <laughs> That's exactly
0: how I changed. Because yeah.
1: uh, also for the sugar. But trying to keep trying to keep the i don't pay any attention the, yeah to that. there you go i don't
0: pay any attention uh, to that. you were talking before you mentioned and and i think this goes to what part of the appeal of what you do is tony you, you were talking about Jilly's and the kind of place that jillies was, was on west uh, street sure and he, 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 everybody came there
1: yeah people don't realize um i i well, once I left the suburbs and I went, I never played in the city. Yeah. So I, st- I worked for Mike Ditka at Ditka's for sure. a couple years. Sure. And then I remembered Stan Wozniak and Jimmy and Cerrone no, no. were sitting in Ditka's at a party, mm-hmm. and I just happened to be singing in the background. And the Sinatra stuff, he didn't really pay much attention to. But I started doing the rock stuff, like the Rod Stewart and different yeah. stuff that I do. And he goes, "What are you playing here for?" I own Jilly's boat changed my whole career. Because of Jilly's, they opened the door for me um, um, to do Las Vegas. So between Ron Nestima, and Stan from Both Jilly's. Things, yeah. Those two main people really helped my career out. And of course, Phil was my manager and Tony Shark for a while. So I had good people behind me. But Jilly's, people don't realize because it was a small place. There was no food.
0: I know, it was tiny. Yeah.
1: You walk in the door, cigars smoke everywhere, cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. But there was... It was a hard
0: drinking bar, was the too.
1: Who, who's who? I mean, everybody. One day you can get, you know, like I said, Tony Bennett in one day. uh Kevin Costner. Uh, 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 Brooks and Dunn came in there one day. Yeah, yeah. So you never know who's going to be. I mean, Tom Jones, everybody's been in there. How and long was, did you play there? I was there 15 years, the one in the city. And then we did the. they opened one in Lake Geneva for a little bit. Yeah. And then they reopened one in New York before 9-11.
0: How many nights a week were you playing there?
1: I was only doing there Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you think Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays would be slow nights. But no, because all the conventions would come to town. So they eat at Gibson's. Where do they go afterwards? Right across, right across the, street. the
0: street. And then they would stumble out of there, and, and they would and stumble and figure out, figure oh, out where,
1: they'd stumble out of out there, out where yeah, to right. go
0: home. Hey, obviously, you've had a lot of people influence your career. Uh, what is it about someone's songs and the way they perform that makes you want to perform their work? I mean, Sinatra is a logical.
1: Yeah, He's and you know what? I do the basic... Look, any entertainer out there, I don't care what you say, especially these days, you have to be a jukebox. You got to be a jukebox. I can slip in a couple of my favorites every now and then, uh-huh. and it would just like go over everybody's head. So when you're doing the Frank, it's got to be the My Way or Summer Wind or New York, Fly Me to the Moon. Dean Martin, you got to do Kick in the Head. I know I've done more... I think I've, I know I've sang Dean uh, kicking Head more than Dean Martin has because remember they toured every couple years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, uh, and then some songs you just you just have to that jukebox has to be there. Because,
0: unfortunately, because the crowd is, is so they, so so they want to
1: hear the hits. Wow, you know? uh,
0: we will after a short break hear Krista Flores uh, kicking the head. Now that you've mentioned it.
1: Yeah, can I just say something about the song? You can say anything you when, want. When uh, "Kicking the show. Head was played, uh, Dean Martin played it in the actual movie, Ocean's Eleven, in the bar seat. He's playing yeah. the piano. But he couldn't play it. When he released it on the radio, they wouldn't play it because of the song, because of the word bed. <laughs> they picked out a king-size bed in 1956. Yeah. They wouldn't play it on the TV or the radio.
0: Wow. Well, so, maybe it may be coming back around. They may not play it in these all right. days either. So
1: what they end up doing is when the mob movies and other commercials, then yeah. they started using that song, and that's when it became a hit.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, Krista, we'll play that when we come back after this short break. Oh, wow. One of the great performances in the history of this studio.
1: Oh, Thank you, uh, sweetheart. Thank you guys very much. Do you have to...
0: Your enthusiasm, Tony, is really amazing to me because it is palpable. Uh, you must be in incredible shape, emotionally and physically, to do this as often as you do. Well,
1: I don't know about physically. Um, uh, emotionally, I'm a little. My head's definitely gone. I I people go up to me, they go, uh, "Boy, I'd love to walk a mile in your shoes." I go, "Yeah, shoes. Try to walk in a couple minutes in my head."
0: But you know, you have
1: to. You have to have that. And sometimes I think I have like a split personality. I hate to Could say be. it. No, yeah, I understand Because you have that. to be some way when you're at home. And then when you're that. different, you know. So my, uh, you,
0: you start, when you're at home, you get in the shower. and it's so my wife the says. Court, she goes, course of the you shower, you're you kind of calm, tony you're kind of relaxed yeah. during the
1: day. And then when you get in the shower, you come out. It's almost like. Almost like when Jerry Lewis had drank the potion and he turned into Buddy Love. He's got a bit of an attitude, a little short. Yes, I never thought yeah, of yeah, that yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But yeah, you have a little bit more of a, an attitude. You have a little bit more of. Because you're going into the war. Like you're going to the yeah, game, I mean, you know, absolutely. On. Yeah.
0: Talk to me before you leave. And again, thank you so much for your friend coming in and. Uh, Jerry Render. Thank you, mind. Jerry. Thank and you, Bernie, for coming yes. in with his little flash drive with 600 songs on it. I'm like, Krista took it says, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, this little <laughs> thing has them, 600 absolutely. songs? I'm, I'm such a technological idiot. Uh, talk to me about Ocean's Pit that you started during the whole COVID thing. What is Ocean's Pit?
1: Well, Ocean's Pit is a talk show uh, that just won a Josie Award for the number one internet uh, talk show, independent talk show and on, on, on uh, social media. What it did was uh, I was... COVID, so I just started talking about my life um, in my backyard. Yeah. On my phone. Near my fire pit. Wow. And then some sponsors got onto it. They heard what was going on and they decided to sponsor the show. Then we moved it into the studio. We had a little studio. And we do five nights a week, uh, five days a week, 12 o'clock noon. And I have guests on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. My co host is my wife on Thursday, Laura. Laura. And uh, we talk of, about everything from music to everything. What know? kind
0: of guests do you have?
1: Oh, we just had uh, Michael, Michael Madsen on, who was uh, a yeah, great actor, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Mark Curran, a couple <laughs> of people that were running for Congress. And a couple of people, so we have everybody. He could be a uh, he can be a plumber, or he could be uh, you know wh- whatever it is. Um, Tom he, Dreesen was on two weeks ago.
0: Oh, good old the great Tom
1: Dreesen, yeah, of course, still time. working, still. Oh my god, doing his one man show. Crazy, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can obviously get this by going to TonyOceanMusic.com. Yeah, and
1: you can watch Ocean's Pit on the Tony Ocean Show Facebook page. It's also on Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn
0: now. So where do you get all this? energy. I know you're only 60 years old. You're
1: going to be 60 in December, yeah.
0: Okay, December what?
1: Well, December 28th. Well, you know what? Um, I only work three hours a night, then all during the day.
0: Yeah, but it's an intense three
1: hours. It's well, you know, in- I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I just get lucky because I think it's because I know that I am so blessed to be able to do this for a yeah. living. I mean, it's a dream to do it and to make a good living out of it. It's not easy. It's not easy. And then my crew, I know that when I, on my way to my gig, I know whether it's either Jerry, Jerry Renda, or to- Tony Toto, or Dick Band, or even when Ryan was with me, the guys, I walk in, all I have to do is walk in, here's your mic. I don't even own a microphone. Is that right? Wow. <laughs> These are the guys wow. that make yeah. my crew, Jerry and guys, like that. that makes my show. 'Cause if I had to go there two hours before, set everything up, yeah. then go in the bathroom and change, and then come out and sing four hours. Yeah. It's a it's a God big, bless you, Jerry, yeah. is what he's Jerry saying. Jerry and his crew the people the people that work for me and with me, my partners were a team. Uh, we are a team. And Uh, They've seen my good side and my bad side. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Of (laughs) course. And being Italian, you know how that is.
0: I got to, I have to uh, thank you guys very much again. I have to also say this obviously beats working in the bakery.
1: Yeah. uh, My father was doing the bakery. After, from Italy, he came uh, to, we would stayed in New York. Yeah. But my dad got a job with Canella Baking Company, so we moved to the one in the city on Menard.
0: Yeah, and he was. And always I worked like, for
1: the one on the frozen fruit plant in Schaumburg. <laughs>
0: it's, from, what a life!
1: Five, six, six, seven years before I quit. Yeah. What
0: a life, Bernie. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Thank, thank you, you, Jerry. Thank you. Thank, you. Uh, thank you. you. Go to the website. He plays all over the place, and he plays all over the place with incredible frequency.